What's good, everyone? My name is Jacob Moses, and welcome to another episode of the Not Boring Tech Writer, where in each episode, we focus on a different skill that you can learn to enhance your skill set, improve your marketability, diversify your career, and ultimately break the stereotype that technical writing is a boring career. This episode's skill, contributing to GitHub. As tech writers consider how to stay relevant in the field, many look to GitHub. The Git repository is a service where people host their open source projects, allowing others to contribute as well. And understandably so, as the demand for tech writers specialized in developer documentation grows, GitHub gives tech writers low lift opportunities to ramp up their skills. That's why in this episode we have Tad Deacon on the podcast, two-time guest on the Not Boring Tech Writer and tech writer at Accuray, who recently completed a week straight of GitHub contributions ranging from creating onboarding guides for new tech writers to translation. In this episode, Tad shares how to get started contributing to GitHub, including how to find projects that interest you, how to overcome imposter syndrome in GitHub, and which skills you may learn in the process. Big shout out to Knowledge Owl, a wonderful knowledge-based software product for sponsoring the Not Boring Tech Writer. And lastly, if you or a friend are looking for a new tech writing gig, I got a message from Red Balloons. Do you know a tech writer who's passionate about customer service and would be interested in a role in San Francisco? If so, Red Balloons is offering a $2,000 referral bonus. All you need to do is go to redballoons.co slash techwriter and refer someone or share your personalized link. Redballoons.co is a new recruiting platform that connects amazing people with great companies and rewards you for helping out. For more information, go to redballoons.co slash techwriter. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Ted, what's good, man? How are you today? Hey, pretty good, Jacob. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. What's going down in Madison? Is it chilly? Uh, it kind of feels like chilly season, perhaps up there. It's uh, it's starting to get a little bit chilly. It's it it's definitely that that part of uh the year where it's uh overall starting to get uh more temperate and chilly, which is nice. But it's yeah. sort of I don't know. It's like it's classic Midwest weather. Like it, it isn't quite sure what it's doing. Like sometimes we'll have like forty degree weather, and then the next day it'll be like sixties, seventies. But overall, it's pretty good. That's nice, man. I like repping like the short short and the windbreaker combo. Oh yeah, for sure. It's a classic. Like, I'm still feeling like kind of kind of summery, but I'm gonna hit you with that windbreaker. Oh, That's nice. Nice. How is, uh, nice. How is how's the weather in Texas? It's nice, man. It's rainy and chilly today. I had to dip out pretty early on the scooter to get some groceries because we're expecting rain all throughout the rest of the afternoon. Ooh, but nice. besides that, man, chilling. Love mm-hmm. to be chatting with you again. Second time on the podcast. Yes, I think the yeah, first it's great was, to be back. Was it um, excelling? What did we discuss? I think it was um, landing your first tech writing job or excelling at your first job? Yes, yeah. It was uh, getting your first uh, job in uh, technical writing. Awesome. 
And you've really, I'm going to say, growing up, of course, you've aged since we've last spoken. Oh, yeah. But just from the work that I've followed of yours um, on LinkedIn, it seems like you're really getting into the weeds of tech writing, picking up a lot of new skills, which brings us to today's topic, and that is contributing to GitHub. I saw, um, there was a recent LinkedIn post of yours where you shared that you just knocked out your first week straight of GitHub contributions which is really impressive. And I imagine for, you know, the tech writer who may be a little intimidated um, by GitHub and working in open source projects, um, likely inspiring for them as well to see, hey, like here's like a fairly new tech writer, maybe around my age, um, getting into GitHub and doing some great work. For folk who maybe aren't familiar with GitHub, do most of their work in end user documentation, before we dive into all the great work you did, how would you define GitHub for folk who may not be aware? Uh, GitHub is like a, uh, a an open source community where uh, lots of people are working on their own, uh, either individual or professional projects. Uh, but uh, the the open source aspect uh, means that any, anybody is able to contribute to the project. So you can uh, create a fork uh, off of different uh, projects that you might find that you're interested in uh, and create your own changes that you think uh, would be necessary for this document. And then you can send it back uh, to the people that own uh, the specific project themselves. And they, you know, give you feedback. They, they see uh, what it was about your changes that you were trying to accomplish with it. Uh, if uh, that matches with what they're trying to do. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's sort of just a, a uh, way for people from all over the world to contribute uh, to different software and IT uh, projects. That's awesome, Ted. That's a great definition. Give me an example of the type of projects that you see in GitHub. Is this mostly like side projects for developers? Like say, you know, um, their day job, they're a programmer, but they're interested in creating such and such product. So they get into GitHub. Are we seeing actual um, professional products in here what have you seen from your experience uh it's a, a good combination of both honestly uh that that's the thing that i found really interesting about it my first uh time where i really fully uh dove in or dove straight into github was whenever i was at the write the docs uh conference back in may uh over in portland and there was a, a specific writing day where there was a, a booth with uh, the documentation team from Microsoft Azure, I think is how you pronounce it. It's a A Z U R E, but they they were seeking out to make their documentation more inclusive. So there there were a bunch of you know examples in the the documentation uh, where uh, perhaps things were unnecessarily gendered or certain phrases might not make sense for other cultures. Uh, perhaps it was you know too. Uh, too ingrained in different colloquialisms or whatever. Yeah. But uh, so they they gave us sort of a crash course in uh, GitHub itself, how it functions. Uh, you know, getting people's accounts set up if they didn't already have one. But uh, from there, it was it was a really cool sort of scaffolding uh, opportunity to go through and have some people that professionally use GitHub for their documentation have us, you know, help us help them uh, for their projects yeah. that they're working on. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I see stuff from, uh, I, I know Google's got uh, a couple different projects for some of their uh, stuff on side of 
or inside of GitHub, uh, Microsoft got some documentation that's inside of there as well. There, I, I'm sure there's plenty of other professional organizations that also use it. But uh, like you were saying as well, there's also tons of people that are doing some, you know, coding side projects where, uh, it, you know, they come home at the end of the day. I guess they didn't have their fill of <laughs> software like on the job, so they want to keep doing it. Uh, later into the hours. So, you know, they, they've got their own things that they're going through and working on, uh, which is super cool and super awesome. So, uh, yeah, it, it's really a combination of both. There's lots of, uh, you know, side project stuff, but there is a, a fair amount of actual professional stuff as well. So it's a cool mishmash of experience. And listeners, uh, Ted mentioned right the docs. If you listen to, I guess, any other episode on this podcast, you've probably heard me say the same thing over and over. Um, fantastic organization. Um, I'll include them in the show notes below. Um, I just got to chat with Eric Holster just yesterday. Oh, no way. Um, I was getting some uh, advice from him. Uh, we're the organization that I work for, Strong Towns. We're currently on the Strong America Tour. Um, our president just released a book, and we have a 85 uh, stop book oh, tour. Oh, that's awesome. The fall and, and fall, winter, and early 2020. Oh, and um, I reached out to Eric and said, hey, like we're, we're having a hard time converting our attendees into like engaged folk. Um, and I know he does a fantastic job of this at Write the Docs. So got to have a nice little chat. Um, so if listeners, if um, you're unfamiliar with Write the Docs, totally recommend you check them out. And I'll include a link in the show notes below. So Tad, um, it sounds like from this past experience at Write the Docs this past May, um, really opened your eyes to where you as a tech writer fit into all this great work happening in GitHub. Um, was it uh, this particular um, conversation you were having in regards to creating more inclusive docs that inspired you to knock out this week in GitHub contributions? Or was it something that you'd been pondering for a bit now? Uh, so out? it's uh, the, the inclusive aspect was really awesome and really cool. And I, I do notice that, you know, if I come across any projects that seem uh, to have those sort of errors, I, I will, you know, uh, create a pull request to go through and uh, try to uh, make those sort of edits. Uh, but the the big things that I've been working on recently is uh, I, I just found that GitHub is uh, a very cool tool, and I've been trying to uh, ensure that I'm getting more markdown experience because with my current employer, we do more uh, FrameMaker XML authoring. Uh, and it's like PDF uh, static uh, output uh, for our, our documentation. But the uh, so so my interest is you know going through and getting more experience with um, more contemporary tools, I guess that are being used in uh, the yeah. documentation space. So there are some certain processes um, within uh, my current company. Uh, that uh, I, I just wanted to make sure that we're fully documented uh, for any other technical writers that are coming in. So for, for my situation, uh, currently, I, I'm the only uh, technical writer for uh, my department. Uh, and so sort of the, the concern that I had is, you know, if uh, anything, like if I get struck by lightning tomorrow or something like that, then what's, what's going to happen yeah. for getting a technical writer to come in and fill in my position because there's so much knowledge uh, that I have that solely exists within me that other people uh, within my department don't have. And so uh, the main project that I've been working on uh, inside of GitHub is developing this comprehensive uh, technical communication guide uh, that 
I've then sort of built into our uh, department SharePoint page under TechCom section. So that way, you know, hypothetically, if anything ever does happen and somebody else needs to uh, come in, step in, or uh, take over for my role, they have a actual uh, more robust guide that they can go through and access for everything. Uh, but That's yeah, cool. there's that. And then uh, kind of going back to plugging Write the Docs as well, there's uh, inside of the Write the Docs Slack channel, there is uh, another channel uh, called, I believe uh, it's uh, open source. Uh, but the, the whole thing behind it is uh, different uh, documentarians or developers that are part of the Slack channel, whenever they come across uh, any uh, GitHub uh, projects that are in need of some uh, documentarian work, they share a link to it inside of that channel. So it's a really good way uh, if you're trying to find, uh, you know, any sort of side projects to uh, build up your portfolio or get more experience or wh whatever it may be. It's a, it's a really awesome resource that you can jump to where it's, it's not just, you know, searching in GitHub and hoping to come across uh, you know, documentation needs there, uh, but rather it's more streamlined in that sense where people are saying, oh, here is a specific case uh, where there is a need for a documentation overhaul with this project. So it's, it's very, very useful. That's awesome, Ted, because I think I haven't worked much in GitHub myself, but I've been told that, you know, with uh, some projects, they'll have like a, is it a need yes. docs? Yeah, it'll be like uh, documentation uh, will be like a flag for or something along those lines. I, I don't know if the, that verbatim is correct, but yes, exactly correct. So I guess some people can look for that, but I'm with you. Like there's been times where I've searched to, you know, because with myself, whenever I've tried to pursue different open source projects, like I have to start with something that interests me. Like if I just see that um, need docs flag, um, if it's something regarding like system appliances, <laughs> I'm not messing with the tad. So I'll look for, you know, maybe something regards like public transportation or some kind of like yeah, for sure. know, open data thing uh, with, with civic hacking. But I love um, that comment you made regarding this channel at the docs because, you know, this is a crew of documentarians and it sounds like they're going to be sharing stuff that they're confident that their peers would be interested in working in. Totally. And the cool part too is typically the, uh, the people that uh, share stuff on the, the open source channel, they're, they're sharing it with the, uh, the specifically uh, more towards people that don't have that much open source experience. So it's the, the skill level more often than not is tailored towards people that are trying to build up this experience. So it's, it's really awesome and cool and an awesome resource gotcha. for people trying to build up their portfolio. Give me an example of a few projects that you've uh, seen. So that one of them uh, that was uh, shared over was for this project called Elastic Butler. Uh, I think uh, uh -huh. what happened with this one, it, it, was, it was more international uh, software engineers uh, that were working on it, but the the documentation that they needed was in English. And so going through the, the documentation uh, whenever I visited it was, you know, a, a bunch of, uh, you know, just like grammar edits, organization, uh, formatting, like stuff like that. And sure. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a really great jumping off point for, uh, people that, you know, might not be quite as technical, uh, with, uh, you know, different programming languages yeah. or whatever it may be, but they, they definitely find, uh, a space where they can contribute, uh, inside of that, because, you know, anybody that's trying to be a professional documentarian, they probably 
you know, have a good amount of experience with uh, any sort of uh, grammar or editing or formatting or whatever. And so that project specifically was a very cool thing where it's like, okay, cool. I don't know that much about this specific tool that's being offered, uh, but I, you know, I am an, an yeah. expert in, uh, you know, crafting sentences that make more sense. So there's enough content that's here that I can form cohesive yeah. ideas off of it. It's just, you know, making everything more understandable for the uh, the user or the developer that is coming across this documentation. How does that feel as a fairly new tech writer being able to get involved into what can be a very intimidating platform like GitHub and find these low lift ways that you can contribute to projects? Uh, it's really cool. I, I think uh, there is a, a fair amount of intimidation or the classic imposter syndrome that seems to run rampant amongst people in technical writing. But uh, I, I think more than anything, it's just uh, always looking at everything as uh, a learning experience and bringing, you know, bringing a lot of uh, a, a, you know, a strong sense or desire uh, to be enthusiastically learning about different things. And so, uh, you know, go through and give it a shot and, and try it out because the, the, the good part is intrinsically uh, with GitHub, the the people that control the master branch for it, they, they control, uh, you know, if your stuff is going to get implemented. So, you know, if, if anything was incorrect in what you were doing for it, they, it's not like you're going to ruin the project itself for it. There's, there's checks and balances that are in place there, which is very yeah. cool. Yeah, nice little feedback loop. And listeners, if you're interested in learning more about GitHub, um, I don't recall the exact episode number, maybe number 12, um, but we had Kyle Taylor on the podcast. He's a Open source expert, works a lot in Drupal. Another great podcast to look back to if you want to learn more about GitHub. And then I was um, I was peeping my LinkedIn yesterday morning um, and Chad Sterling, another um, past guest of the Not Boring Tech Writer, um, posted that he has completed a LinkedIn course um, called Learning GitHub. So I'll make sure to find those two links and plug them into the show notes as well if you're trying to get more into it. So Tad, I imagine with GitHub or really any little side project that one has you know maybe just kind of check on it now and then like i i would empathize with you if you want to like mess with github you know like one random saturday let it be for a little bit and mess with the, mess with it the next month is there a particular reason why you chose just to knock out seven straight days was there some some value in having that consistency of contributions um i think part you know i i, I think there's definitely something to be said for uh you know uh going through and uh, putting in your own reps uh, to yeah. be more familiar with a tool. Uh, whereas, you know, other, other aspects of, uh, you know, you, you can always get rusty if you're not visiting something sure. uh, super often. I, I think for me more than anything, there's, there's that section of uh, GitHub uh, on your profile where uh, it, you know, it displays in green uh, for, all the different days that you were making contributions to different things. Oh, this is on a profile uh, of some sort? Yes, yeah. So if you go gotcha. to your uh, GitHub profile, um, I believe it's a standard feature, uh, but uh, or at least it shows up on mine. But there's, um, yeah, it, it like goes through and shows uh, all the days that you're making contributions. So for me looking at it, it was like, oof, well, cool that the, the visual aspect of this sort of incentivizes me uh, to go through uh, and really keep track of everything that 
uh, or like how often I'm making contributions for it. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Uh, the, the people from Microsoft at the Write the Docs conference uh, told me that some people go as far as like trying to spell out uh, different words or like create different pictures inside of, of the, uh, the, the graphic itself. Uh, so there, there are people that have spelled out like hello or yeah, have, have made like different pictures by strategically making contributions on different days. Goofy. To be able to make that appear, which is just funny and ridiculous, but what are you? What are you trying to do? Oof, I don't even know. You're going to create I, the Wisconsin Badger oh, now that you're a Mexican? Oh yeah, I do love my Badger. That sounds challenging. I, I don't know. That that'll be quite the uh, quite the task. Yeah, we'll keep us updated on that. We'll we have to have you on the podcast again to discuss whatever design you choose. Very sweet. Very cool. I'm going to be following very closely, Ted. Um, I'm curious. So, of course, you're a fantastic tech writer. You've been in the game for a few years now. You've been continually ramping up your skills. I always see you posting new things you learned on LinkedIn. I know you attended the Write the Docs conference this past May, another great way to, to ramp up one's tech writing skills. From your time in GitHub, have you learned that taking the time to contribute to these open source projects um, has helped you develop any new skills that perhaps you didn't expect learning but have been valuable for you? Oh, I definitely think so. There's uh, there's this practice that's that's starting to become more and more ubiquitous within within the IT uh, sector of technical writing. It's this this principle uh, known as docs as code uh, that uh, it, it, I I know that Google implemented it back in like 2015 or, or something like that. But uh, it, you're you're starting to see it a lot more in uh, different IT. Uh, postings and so essentially, uh, like get, getting experience within a, a program like GitHub uh, directly allows you to uh, potentially uh, develop uh, more skill sets that are involved within these philosophies. So Docs's code is uh, sort of this principle where the documentation is uh, directly incorporated into uh, the same place uh, that the code that is being documented is stored. So. In GitHub, for example, that's like the, the repository that's there. So the, the code that's being used for the project uh, is in that GitHub repository. And then the documentation uh, that uh, instructs the, the end user uh, about the code itself uh, is also in the same uh, repository as the code itself. Uh, so uh, getting experience within GitHub is sort of intrinsically a way to get more experience within these principles, uh, which... Uh, to you know, to a certain degree, somebody could possibly chalk it up to you know just being more familiar with the different jargon that's out there in the field. But uh, I definitely think yeah. it's a way to get your foot in the door and be familiar or be familiar with something. It's definitely uh, absolutely, Ted. And even just from that description you just made, I mean, I can totally tell that you likely have a really strong shared language mm-hmm. with developers. And from developers I've spoken with, I mean, that's huge to be confident to go over, um, discuss a particular product or a particular language um, with a developer. It's a great skill yeah, to have. for sure. Well, Tad, this has been a joy. Um, do you mind sharing, uh, I don't know if they call it a name or a handle, whatever. Um, where can people find um, your GitHub work if people want to see some of these things? Sure. Uh, my GitHub is uh, T-A-D. D-I-E-K-E-N-9-5. 
But yes. yeah, you know, you'll see me contributing to random side projects that come up in Write the Docs and then also on my own uh, individual work projects. But yeah. Cool. Well, I will include that in the show notes below. And when can we expect um, a design let's, for your contribution list? Um, please please oh, tell man, us. Oh, I'm locked so in. Uh, let's, revisit uh, let's talk uh, <laughs> in one year from today. So. October 24th, 2020. Nice. Well, Tad, thank you, friend. This has been a joy. I'm going to include a lot of good stuff in the show notes, a few links where people can learn more about open source projects, learn more about GitHub, um, get involved in this Write the Docs Slack, um, specifically that open source channel, which sounds really valuable. Um, am I missing anything uh, else? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much everything. And I'll include Tad's LinkedIn as well. I've, I've enjoyed nice. following you since we've connected. I guess, uh, since a few months ago. You've been a good friend. Yes. Happy awesome. Thanks for having me on, Jacob. Tad, thank you, friend. Enjoy the day. We'll talk soon. You too. Thanks again to Knowledge Owl, creators of the wonderful knowledge-based software for sponsoring the Not Boring Tech Writer podcast. And lastly, if you or a friend are looking for a new tech writing gig, I got a message from Red Balloons. Do you know a tech writer who's passionate about customer service and would be interested in a role in San Francisco? If so... Red Balloons is offering a $2,000 referral bonus. All you need to do is go to redballoons.co slash techwriter and refer someone or share your personalized link. Redballoons.co is a new recruiting platform that connects amazing people with great companies and rewards you for helping out. For more information, go to redballoons.co slash techwriter. And thanks so much to each of you for listening to this episode. Talk soon.